Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Attackers of Opportunity. This is your DM, Michael. I'm sitting around a virtual table with some of my friends, and we're about to play some D and D. Dino Mike. All right. When last we left off on our heroes, they had completed the funeral rituals of Berrios Silverthrust, a dwarven companion, briefly in their party that had faced off against the Necromatic Lord in the past. After that, they spent a little bit of time shopping, and while shopping was happening, there was also a bit of, shall we say, in investigation going. Some questions were asked of Octavius Trigg, an agent of the Council of Cinesma. There was, I mean, some people would consider it torture. I believe it was a 28 to tickle with threats of the continuation of the tickles. <laughs> That's abuse. She'll do it. Abuse. <laughs> and after a time, Octavius spilled his guts to try to make the tickle torture stop. <laughs> uh, in all of this, he revealed secrets about Maeve's past where perhaps her grandparents are still alive and that her father perhaps lied to her. He revealed information to Moonbeam about how with the favors that she owes to others that yes, you can perform services, but sometimes you can barter your way out of them if you have the right information. Dickie also learned some of his own history, or rather the history of his family, and the whole party learned a little bit more about the automata, sort of mechanized soldiers and laborers of the country of Sinisma who seem to actually be empowered by soul fragments of people who uh, are put into these mechanical bodies to power them. Uh, if you're a Doctor Who fan, think sort of Cybermen, maybe a little Dalek kind of piece in there, just for a frame of reference. Valak also had an interesting encounter with one of the high priests of the Dwarven god Moradin, in which the priest Moradin wanted to lay a blessing on Valak, but some sort of feedback, you might say, hit the priest, causing him to go a bit catatonic and start muttering things under his breath about avatars and champions and being united. And the party also found out quite a bit about potential other locations where corruptions are seeping into the water or other creatures, other places of power or issue are both on the eastern continent and perhaps elsewhere on the western continent. However, the Turtle Dragon several episodes back had given them a quest to deal with some of the corruptions on the eastern coast. So it seemed like the party was headed in that direction. However, to get there, they needed to find some kind of transportation. So fortunately, Captain Blackfang, Maeve's sort of adoptive older brother, his pirate ship was in the port of Kenos after a few days of waiting. Oh, I suppose I should also mention, Octavius Trigg told Maeve that perhaps there's some darker history with Captain Blackfang. So at the end of the last episode, Maeve had perched herself on Captain Blackfang's shoulder and said that we need to talk. Dun, dun, dun. Meow. 
Ah, little one, there you are again. Ah, good, good. Uh, I hoped that you and your friends would be able to uh, board the ship quickly. We've offloaded our cargo, made a pretty penny at selling some, shall we say, cheaply discounted goods. Yes. Mm. And uh, we are preparing to set sail. Uh, we'll be ready to pull off in about half an hour. Uh, are all of your friends aboard? Are they? Uh, we are now, I believe. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold the boat. He's busy with his fans. Oh, uh, Dickie's <laughs> signing autographs. Of course he is. Get off me. All right, I'm here. I had to throw someone in the water. <laughs> the well, I think with all of, I think with all of that, we have him. Most of me. Ah, excellent. So, shall we uh, off to Turtle Dragon Island again? Yes? As soon as possible. Do a quick head count, just mm-hmm. make sure. Everybody here? Yes, good. Mm-hmm. Octavius Trigg is there. He is a little herky-jerky in his motions uh, of walking. He does have a Gaius laid upon him where he has to be a true and stalwart companion and think nothing of self-harm. I think Faithful and stalwart. Yep. Faithful and stalwart. Doesn't mean he has to be happy about being with all of you. He just, you know, can't kill himself to end it all, to get out of the punishment that he fears awaits him once you all reach Cinesma in the future. Will he try to escape or no? I can't remember. He will get hurt if he tries to do anything outside of the gayest command, basically. Dude, and we yeah, said that... was the gayest man? Was it to, that he ha- can he leave or is it to, for him to stay with us? It's, uh, you will act as a faithful and stalwart friend to me in the Platinum Ring with no thought to self-harm. You said act. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we didn't say anything about him overhearing stuff and passing it on, right? Nope. Nope. I so when you get a second, we have to all get together and speak. I, I have you also met our new friend Octavius. He is in our he's company my, for the time being. He's my my manservant slash guide. Mm-hmm. I I would not say anything uh, untoward around him though. Just be just be a little careful. He's very chatty. Captain Blackfang's head kind of turns and starts to almost measure what kind of man Octavius is in all of this. He's certainly getting odd messaging from all of you. And after a moment, he almost dismisses Octavius out of hand, turns back to a maven and goes, uh, well, in that case, uh, come, come with me, all of you. We will have a drink before we set sail. Right. Yes, a drink. Mm-hmm. And with that, he will guide you into the captain's quarters. All of the furniture in here is kind of bolted down. So that way, with the ship rocks in stormy weather, the, the tables don't go sliding one way or the other. There are grooves in the table where you can actually like set your plate or set your cup so that there's a little bit of protection around it so the plate won't go sliding as well. The room, as much as you saw last time that you were on Captain Blackfang's ship, a little bit of mess and, and clutter, but generally they're in place. It is, seems to be a case of, oh, Captain Blackfang pulled this out, looked at it for a few minutes, set it down, and maybe he'll go back and either look at it again or he'll clean it up before the ship gets off into rougher water. Uh, we, uh, we're we going to leave Octavius with somebody. I was going to say, we can just outside. like send him to like yeah, get, get him our quarters. did go a few days without much in the way of food and beverage. So mm-hmm. Valak nursing him back to health seems appropriate and in keeping with uh, Valak's mindset. Mm-hmm. So the other four of you then are in Captain Blackfang's quarters and after pulling out a bottle and pouring a few cups of wine and one of them is a bit smaller for Moonbeam, a little closer oh. to it stands probably as tall as Moonbeam does, um, but it's at least <laughs> smaller than the mugs and steins that the rest of you all have. Huh. He lifts up his goblet off 
offers a little silent cheer and takes a sip. He goes, mm-hmm. all right then. <laughs> so where are you all off to this time? What new misadventure do you have? Well, it would seem we need to return to the Shattered Isles. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're joking, right? I truly wish I was. The, the Shattered Isles are a myth. Oh, buddy. Right. I don't believe there's anything that's a myth anymore. I mean, if they're a myth, then I'm a black dragon. Uh, can I roll insight? On <laughs> the <laughs> look Maeve gives. <laughs> oh, bad. If her eyes dilate, just do like the cat black real fast at him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then right back into place and just... Okay. So, so obviously not a myth. Oh, so hold on. Uh, Dickie wanted to roll an insight on something. <laughs> on Captain. Oh, Captain. Captain uh, yeah. Okay. At what particular moment are you... Uh, when he goes, but they're a myth. Okay. And they have to sign in beyond. <laughs> yeah, I can do it here. Also, Valak, it looks like you rolled a medicine check there a moment ago. I did. So uh, Valak has been meditating and contemplating tickling. Oh, no. And, and, <laughs> like, effect that it has on a human body and using it as a form of torture. You're a monster. <laughs> well, oh, the fact that did tickling. tickle someone to torture them. Mm-hmm. And I'm tickling just, pretty sure Maeve did Stimulation of nerves. You, oh, you Maeve. Yes. Yeah, but Maeve Valak learned it. Exactly. Valak learned it and has decided that, you know, that's just still a stimulation of, of nerves. It is unpleasant, unwanted, so it is definitely torture, and he now feels very guilty about being part of it. <laughs> Too bad. I'm watching you. I rolled a dirty 20. Oh. A dirty 20. Excellent. He seems to genuinely believe that the Shattered Isles are a myth. Damn it. Maeve, your cat eyes and shooting a look at Dorian seem to go unnoticed by Captain Blackface. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does he react in any way in that moment? Uh, do you want to roll an insight on him? Sure. Do-do-do. I mean, Dorian certainly does. Okay, go for Moomin's it. just enjoying the show. <laughs> well, that's a four. That's a fuck off. Oh, no. It's okay. She did look away from him. Mm-hmm. That's an 18 from Dorian. Nice. He seems to have no reaction when you say, well, the, if that's the case, then I'm a black dragon. Seems to have no reaction. <laughs> and can you, can you just remind me whether, do I know he is or do I just suspect he is? Octavius Trigg has told you that he is because Octavius Trigg was a tasked with finding information about ways of remaking the spell cloak and all that as part of the council's deal with Gerard, Archmage Gerard, as they uh, referred to him. Mm. And for that, knowing that one of the items that was needed was the scale of a black dragon. He was researching that information, and he certainly believes that he found evidence and proof of Captain Blackfang being a black dragon. He has never met Captain Blackfang before in person, and it then depends on whether you trust Octavius's information is good or not, versus uh, your own history with Captain Blackfang. Right, so I'm not going to push that. It would seem that my father may have some input as to where the Shattered Isles may be, so any idea where he may be? Well, he looks outside through the porthole for a moment looks at the sun's like, well, if the Turtle Dragon Isle is where I think it is right now, he's at a tavern. Of course, he's been pretty much at a tavern since the news of your death reached his ears. I never claimed to be dead. When did she die? The ship you were on went down. Debris was found. Some dead bodies were found. But not mine. Not yours, true. So that's an assumption? Yes. I can't fault that logic, but you've also now had, what, almost a year since the ship went down to send a message? You were on Turtle Dragon Island. 
I could have pointed you at the tavern your father was probably at, and you did nothing. You, in fact, asked me not to tell your father that you were there. Rude. Dick, you do not make assumptions about my family. Sometimes it's best to stay hidden. Oh, no, I said that she was rude, sorry, not your family. Your family's fine. Again, little one, I can't fault your logic on that. <laughs> my father should know better. He should know that I can survive something more than a small crash. And if he wanted to sit there and assume that I'd been dead the entire time without trying to reach out himself, that's on him. He knows what he did wrong in the first place. It is not upon my person, nor it is, is it my fault that he made the assumptions that he did. Little sister, it's your life, it's your sense of decisions. I can only say what I have seen of the man. Well, then I think it's time for a reunion. Ah, ah, well, in that case, we will shovel off and make way for the Children's Dragon Island. Yeah, it's so fun! How much more of this wine do you have left? <laughs> for you, gallons. I'm gonna need it. <laughs> <laughs> just reaches and immediately just starts drinking. <laughs> I think that will be all, all for Dorian. Yes, I'm done. <laughs> That's ten for me, none for you. Ten for me, none for you. <laughs> water. I will have water. After I will, however, refill the moonbeams. Yes. A little glass. teeny, like, thimble. <laughs> After most of the bottle is gone, he will go near the front door of his cabin, and he'll pull on a string, and a moment later, one of the cabin boys opens the door slightly. Captain Blackfang says, bring up the, the good barrel. Hmm. Uh, and a few minutes later, uh, a sort of half-keg-size barrel shows up with a spigot already tapped into it and it is brought in two cabin boys kind of carry it and then set it on one of the table ends and then they depart one of the little uh, let's see what race shall I make them I don't know but now I really want wine Do it. <laughs> we'll say one, one of them is an Aarakocra and probably pretty young you, you see that like one of their wings is uh, maybe it, it's either perhaps a birth defect or there was an accident or something and one of the wings is, is much smaller than the other Oh. Um, and he like looks at you and, and he sees, you know, the half elf and uh, a tabaxi and a human. And then he sees the pixie and oh. this look of like the, the beak drops open like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And the other Kevin boy kind of grabs him and pulls him out of the room. <laughs> they do exist. <laughs> I do believe in fairies. I do. I do. <laughs> Clapping starts happening. Outside. Yeah. I start to glow more. <laughs> So outside of all of that reuniting and family and going to mythological places, we have an awful lot of more information about the end of the world. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, yes. End of the world is bad for business. So what can I do to help? Well, so that Octavius that we brought with us was mm -hmm. hunting down a couple of different things and had all sorts of information. You can tell us honestly. I trust everybody in this room. Are you a dragon? His, his head cocks to the side as though a dog hearing an unusual noise. He goes, I, you think I'm a dragon? Well, logically, no. But at this point, logic doesn't doesn't really make sense anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know where you're going with this one little sister. One of the things that is going to be needed for the end of this world are black dragon scales. So any black dragons that may exist are in danger. And we have to keep them safe. Mm -hmm. We have uh, reason. Everybody roll a perception check. Yeah. And Maeve can add in an insight as well. 26. Nice. So mm -hmm. it's an 18 for perception and an 18 for insight. That is an 8% Perception for Dorian. <laughs> oh, come on. Having flashbacks yeah, of the party the other night, just like, oh, God, no more wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You know what? Dorian puts on his glasses, damn it. <laughs> it is not a visual they, cue. Oh, okay. perception, honestly. Okay. It's a scent. Oh, oh. oh. Ooh, is it fire? Is it wood so, burning? What was Dickie's number for perception? 11. 11? Yeah. So, Maven Moonbeam, you notice a sudden sharp smell in the room. I don't know if any of you have ever spent time in a swamp 
Oh, oh my god, yeah. Yes. And that like fetid bog rot smell. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. uh, Moldy so, bog. Yes. Yeah, so, suddenly a, a whiff of that sharply hits your nose. I love it. Uh, Dorian her, and Dickie. Her ears go down. Just flat ears. <laughs> yes. Dorian and Dicky, after a moment, you do get a oh well that's that's a bit of unpleasant odor. What's what causing <laughs> that? Moonbeam is gonna make it smell like flowers after its transmission. <laughs> <laughs> and Maeve with your 18 insight as well with the line of, you know, black dragon need to be protected. Black Fang has this moment of almost absolute stillness, like almost like he suddenly became a painting for a moment. Like there was no breath. There was no little weave as a a person is kind of standing there and they sort of move a little bit. There there was nothing as though it was just an image paused in front of you and then resumed. She leans forward very, very, very quietly. Preferably so that only he can hear, but he is in a room full of her friends. Is that a yes? He turns his head as you've leaned in towards him and goes, Do you really want me to answer that question? In a voice very different than what you have heard before. I believe that does. She sits back and like takes another drink of wine, puts it down. So that's the update. How are you? His right hand on the arm of the chair starts clacking a little bit as he rolls. You know, it's the pinky two middle fingers pointer that kind of just rolling click. He does that two or three times and sits up a little bit straighter and a lot of the almost perennial good humor that he has had has has dropped away some of the artifice of all of that and he goes and he looks each of you four in turn since Valix in the other room. goes you realize I have killed for far less than what you have insinuated here. Well that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Realize now we just Dorian Dorian gets up and checks the door to make sure nobody's listening. But at the end of the day, it's me. It's still me. And we came back to you very specifically for protection, our own and yours. It's information that you would need and any of your own clan would need to know as well. There's anyone else left. They're already far too close and we've done everything in our power. It's time we get some help. We speak of the necromancer lord. He's the one that will be hunting you. I have felt, seen, known other threats against me. Why do you think I spend time on ships with well-armed pirates who are loyal and paid well, who know not what they serve. So no one else knows? Again, I have killed far more, far less than what you've insinuated here. I understand there's no mm. one else in your confidence. Not on this ship, no. On the Dragon Isle. There are but a handful of sentience that know my place. And one of them has betrayed you. Florian knows. You all have information that you should not. So I am left with the choice of either trusting you all or killing you all where you stand. What have we ever done to you to make us untrustworthy? The only reason I have not killed you yet is you, little sister. You, over the years, have proven at least an amiable presence. You and your father are much quieter than the rest, which is why I've been able to tolerate you two the best. Suppose I should thank you. All right. The necromancer lord is hunting me for the black dragon scales. That That is the, the threats that you bring my way. Oh, we don't bring it to warn you. Me about. Warn you. We destroyed one of his artifacts. He's trying to replace it, mm-hmm. and this is how. And that is how he will bring about the end. And this isn't the first time he's tried. He got very far before, but people knocked him down. I remember. And now he's getting that power back again. What do you remember? Uh, I I mean, I was alive when he was rising in the first place. I I was not in this form at the time, of course. That's a valid question, though. Mm -hmm. What do you remember of that time? What I remember most is after he was defeated. So much energy, so much power was released that the 
hillsides of what is now Tavahia burned for weeks. The ground kicked up what was once beautiful forests and rolling plains was filled with jagged stones, burned trees, and very little life. In the centuries since, some of that life had returned. Some of the, the goblin tribes had staked out a meager existence, and you all, of course, know about them. Yes, we're um, also trying to help them. But Still... every few centuries, it seems, some near-world-ending calamity raises its ugly maw. But then there's always a few of you who think themselves heroes that oh. return the world to status quo. I, you've known me too long to think that I would ever consider myself a hero. Are you insinuating that it would be better if we didn't save the world? Well, destroying the world is bad for business. Yeah. The world is destroyed, there's no sea. No sea means no ships. No ships means no treasure to be had. Mm-hmm. Well, you just seem to be so negative about heroes resetting the world to status quo. Uh, Almost every one of my dragon brethren that I have met over the millennia of my life was slain by quote-unquote heroes. Uh, Hashtag not all heroes. I would remind you that all we have said since we walked into this room is that we only wish for you to keep on drawing breath. Mm -hmm. Think of us more like a sword as opposed to heroes. And so far you will notice that all of you are still drawing breath. We're definitely dragon allies. Ally. Ally. He takes a moment and he stares at Dorian. Dorian, give me a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is a fine looking specimen, it's understandable. <laughs> a little dicky, but... <laughs> <laughs> what is Cole doing? Oh, I rolled a natural one. Wow. Oh, no. It's okay. almost like you want him to take over your mind. <laughs> That's a five. Thanks. <laughs> Scream directly into it. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. After, uh... after a beat, he looks at Moonbeam and starts to stare at Moonbeam. Moonbeam, give me a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Oh, oh. hell yeah. I got a nat 20 plus 10 is 30. Okay. (laughs) You feel this almost wave of energy rush out to you. And and maybe your time in the Feywild has even given you a little bit of sense of this. There is, it's not straight telepathy. It's not mind control, but it is an almost reading and energy that is touching you, interacting with your aura, your power, your energies. And you get a, a feeling as though it's trying to find your shape of your personal magical energy source mindset soul self i feel like it feels very warm to her so she as soon as she feels it she'll just kind of like flit up maybe like a foot in front of him just smiling this actually makes a lot of sense because dorian is at this very moment not trying to hide anything (laughs) makes perfect sense that he (laughs) Uh, and after moonbeam flies up to his face for a moment he will turn and he will look at Dicky. Dicky, give me a wisdom saving throw. Damn it. Fail it. Fail it. Of all the times not to have the paladin with us. Yeah. Uh, oh no. Why is my wisdom zero? Uh, it makes five. sense for Dicky. Because Dicky. That's right. Dandies unite. <laughs> What'd you roll? Five. Uh, five. Five. Oh, same. Same as me. Ah, oh. Dandies unite. <laughs> no, no. I don't think you understand. I rolled a five. I one. I have four. I have zero. So after a brief moment uh, at Dickie, he uh, looks back at Maeve and does kind of a slow walk to his uh, chair as though pondering. Sits in his chair for a moment, kind of leans back, one hand on the edge of the table, the other brought up to his chin, stroking what little bit of stubble exists. 
sits and goes, well, if I am dropping artifices in front of you, Maeve, shall I drop the artifice of your name as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've That's heard it, but Maeve is... Or are you still keeping secrets after you want me to reveal mine? Oh, touche. They cannot. All right, Freya, I will say this. Your friends are a surprisingly simple lot, but there is not a great deal of deception in any of them. Moonbeam holds her cards a little closer to the chest than most, but I imagine there's very good reason for that from a fae. Never trust a fae. Well, Diggy's hair starts to burn a little. (laughs) Honestly, that's partly why we keep her around. (laughs) I, if you are dropping all, then I shall as well. Other than form, for I'd I'd hate to ruin my ship by growing to my full size. No, at some point I would truly love to see that. Mm -hmm. Even amongst dragonkind, I am unique. I was born with a twin, and my twin and I have the ability to not just through magic, perhaps try to telepathically communicate with someone or read someone's mind or command their existence. But I can also sense the emotions of those around me. And I have peered into the emotional essence of your friends as I would long ago peered into yours when you were but a child. And I see that they are trying to do their best. Well, thank you. And that that none, of, none of you directly <laughs> mean me harm in this moment. Not mm-hmm. So, you wish to protect me, I wish to protect myself, you wish to stop the necromancer lord, and uh, the best way for me to protect myself is to aid you in that. That would be so, helpful, yes. <laughs> I will get you where you are going, I will get you to your father if you wish to speak with him about the shattered isles of yours. Mm. A name that I have heard before, but no one that I've ever met has actually been able to say that they have seen them or set foot on them. And should you need my assistance, you can call on me and I will offer what aid I can. But you must all swear not to tell another soul on this. Serves us well not to tell another soul about this. Mm-hmm. She just turns to Dickie and her eyes dilate one more, once more. Not a single soul. Oh, we don't okay. write it down. We don't tell the tale. I put my book away. <laughs> as far as we're concerned, dragons are still a myth. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, yeah, I've never seen one, so yeah. Well, except for that turn. Yes, yes. Dra- it, is, it can be known that dragons Black exist. dragons, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I am a dragon, is what must not be told. Who are you? I don't even know you. Have we met? Is he always like this, Freya? Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, he is. Certainly not the conversation I thought I would be having today. No, not the one I wanted to have. I'd rather sit here and just drink. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I'm still Freya, and you're still my big brother. In my eyes, nothing has changed. And uh, he takes a deep breath in, lets it out, and a change again comes over him a bit. Still the same look, but suddenly that uh, jovial manner is back. He goes, well, I suppose if we're all going to drink, then we should grab another round. I, uh, Where's your uh, tall blue friend? Uh, shouldn't he be here for a glass of wine? I, we can go to ask him, but uh, I believe he's watching after our uh, companion. Mm-hmm. Who might actually be a good addition to the boat if you need another set of hands that you can control. At, at control, his, his head again kind of turns a little to Moonbeam. It's like, what power do you have over him? <laughs> 
Moonbeam is very, very powerful. I just convinced him to stick around as our friend for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, forward Lovely. companion. Mm-hmm. That said, blindfolding probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Or if there's anything you can do to check on him, whether or not there's some kind of tracking device. Mm-hmm. Also, we need to, at some point, redo his non-detection spell. Mm-hmm. Every eight hours, yes. No problem. And you probably would have recast it before you left yes. the Silver Thorns oh, yeah. estate. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're maybe three hours into the eight hours at this point. There's plenty of time. I have an alarm. <laughs> listening to Attackers of Opportunity. We really enjoyed making this podcast, and I hope that you enjoyed listening to it. If you did, please go ahead and leave a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Also, you can find us on Instagram at Attackers of Opportunity. Have yourself a great day, and we'll see you on the next episode. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's better than free money? How you choose to spend it, of course. Right now, open a new CQ checking account and we'll give you $250 to spend however you like. Upgrade those headphones, splurge on concert tickets, or maybe upgrade to ad-free streaming. The choice is yours. And extra cash isn't all this credit union offers. Do your banking, build credit, and invest in your future. All with CQ. Visit CQMD.org today. That's S-E-C-U-M-D.org today.